Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tom Bernard is back uncensored. This is Tom Bernard and no, I am not retired. In fact, all the talk of my retirement was complete bullshit. And I'm back on Monday, February 20th with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Don't worry, listening is easy. Just go to TomBernardShow.com or get the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store. Download the free app, hit play, and you're listening. Or catch anything you missed on demand. The Tom Bernard Morning Show at TomBernard.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app starts February 20th. Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. You know, it's great. You got two young guys, great energy, both sides of the ball. Kevin O'Connell, even though Flores is very young, just he's not going to have to worry about him and that side of the ball. He's going to go, wait, I'm going to, you know, head coach, see everything, but really work on the offense. I can trust this guy over here to do his job. And, Mike, you're, you're right. The talent's got to improve. But Flores and his scheme – and what he does, even if the talent doesn't doesn't improve, is going to improve that defense. That was Chris Sims talking about the hiring, obviously, of Brian Flores this week by the Vikings as their defensive coordinator. It is Purple Daily. Yes, no Phil today. He is, uh, he is um, in the final stages of his move back from Seattle, getting all the stuff into his luxurious new house. So it's Judd, it's Declan. Purple Daily, of course, sponsored by our friends at TCL TV. The perfect way to watch any of the big games. And also by our friends at Surly Brewing, who we appreciate their help and their sponsorship and support of this show. It is still Feedback Friday. And that means uh, that Declan has um, accrued, compiled, and gone through a lot of the feedback that we got from you, and we always appreciate it this week, um, regarding Kirk Cousins, regarding the hiring of Brian Flores. And so, Declan, without further ado, give me what you got, and we'll go through this. All right. A little Vikings feedback here. Plenty of stuff from the Score North app. Plenty of stuff from our YouTube comment section. Uh, first half of this batch, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. It is about Kirk Cousins. So this is just the feedback we get from our listeners. So this is some Kirk Cousins-heavy feedback from the app and from our YouTube comments section. And we also have some Brian Flores stuff we'll get into. You can always send us a note to be the Score North app. You can comment on YouTube videos. Tweet at us. We uh, compile all this feedback for episodes on Fridays. Uh, let's start with this one from Mike Judd. Mike says, when is it realistic here to say goodbye to Kirk, even though we all love the guy, but he's also just aging out and becoming a liability to the team winning Super Bowls? We have this guy, we have given this guy the moon in salary, and yes, he has stats, but does he truly command that kind of money? I feel like Quasi is going to give him the boot just because he's smart and wants to win with smart decisions. Just reckless statements, but realistic concerns from a diehard Vikings fan that is just sad. That's from our guy, Mike. All right, I've been giving this a lot of thought lately because I feel like this has almost turned into too much of a potential Kirk bashing discussion when it really shouldn't be. So here's my question. And this is the question the Vikings need to answer, and internally I'm sure they have to themselves, but we we don't know it yet. And that is, what's the plan here? What's the plan to replace Kirk? What's the plan? I, I mean, for, forget Kirk. 
Just say it's quarterback X to defuse this whole thing. What's the plan to replace quarterback X? Is it the draft? Is it another free agent, which I highly doubt, but it could be at some point in time. Is it, you know, a high first round pick where you say, all right, we like the 2020, what would be 2024 draft class. And no matter what, we're going to go up to to the top five. We're going to pay a huge price because we want that QB. Is it starting to take stabs at quarterbacks in the second or third round? and saying, we think Kevin O'Connell can identify a guy that might drop a little bit. There are so many unanswered questions, and we fixate on Kirk for obvious reasons. He is the guy who has the job, so it becomes very easy to focus our conversation on Kirk Cousins, and he's aging out, and when's he going to be replaced? But you have to have a plan to replace him. He's not, you know, this is not Christian Ponder, where it's just general incompetence, and you're dying to replace him because he sucks. This guy doesn't (laughs) suck. This guy is, he might you know, in my opinion, not be a Super Bowl quarterback, but he's also a productive guy. So how are you going to replace a productive guy with theoretically, ideally, a better guy? And so, like, that's where we don't know. Kevin O'Connell and Quazy were obviously brought here to address this. And this is a problem that I don't think Zimmer cared about and Spielman struggled to address. He just didn't. Um, he tried, and, and unfortunately, Bridgewater got hurt. Ponder was awful. You know, I, I mean, go back to 2009, Spielman, and he got this guy for a game or two, loved Josh Freeman. So he didn't address it correctly, couldn't. But w- what we don't know as this unfolds in front of us, Declan, how it's going to be addressed. Because you're not going to dump Kirk Cousins and be like, hey, 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 hey. guess what we did? We signed Carson Wentz, and we think we can fix him. No, you can't. He's not good. So that becomes the big question, and I think that's where the conversation needs to go. So that it's not just this inflammatory, just get rid of Kirk for getting rid of Kirk. Right. When you get rid of Kirk, who's there to take the reins? And by the way, I don't want a lot of problems here. I don't want to, oh, we missed on that guy. That might happen, but you weren't brought here for that to happen. All right. So I want a pure confidence that when Kirk Cousins walks out the door, there is a feeling of confidence organizationally that you have his replacement in your locker room. You know, it's, interesting. it's interesting because I, I saw Albert Breer um, of Sports Illustrated, I believe. Yeah, Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated. He in his uh, little column recently, his Q&A, that he also does some feedback. See, everyone does feedback. We take we take feedback. Yeah, everyone does feedback. Bag. I it's call them mailbag. You know, just don't, just don't crap on the listeners that are giving you the mailbag. That's just all I'll get on my soapbox there. But Albert Breer said uh, in a recent Q&A that the Vikings are a, quote, Judd, get this, ready for this. Actually, I should fire the sounder before I get too close. Speculation. A quote, quiet contender to take a quarterback at this year's draft. Now, Albert Beer is pretty plugged in, man. Pretty plugged in. They're a quiet contender to take a quarterback. Very reckless of him, but also he hears things, I'm sure. And we're gearing up, what, Judd? We're a little more than two months out uh, from the NBA, uh, from the NFL draft, excuse me. So you could, you could potentially take one there, whether that's day one, two, or three. I'd be shocked at this point, Judley, if it was a day one decision. Yeah, there's no one there to take on day one. Yeah, and I don't see them. Unless they go up and they can't get up because they only have four picks. Exactly. So, yeah, you got to balance it out, man. This is, uh, to your points, he's a good quarterback. He's a safe investment. I'm watching my investment account take a nosedive uh, this week. Thankfully, uh, I don't have to make a big decision on on moving on from a big-time quarterback. But it is an interesting one, and there's plenty other more Kirk Cousins feedback to uh, on this episode here of Purple Daily. Let's go to Brandon. There's uh, two Brandons here on... uh, some Kirk Cousins feedback. Brandon via the YouTube apps or YouTube comment section says, I know you guys try to balance out the contents and topics, but I can't help but keep coming back 
to the Kirk Cousins discussion that seems to plague this team. I do believe we will loop back to the last play of this recent playoff game as a moment in Vikings history that saved our future. This once again relieved uh, 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 relieved to us that the Kirk is not our guy. It would be like opening a restaurant and you have a desire to be a Michelin star restaurant, but then you get sold on a bill of goods and you go out and buy a nice microwave to cook your food. Uh, it's time to hit the reset and serve up the best dish of all in the NFL, a Super Bowl trophy to the Minnesota Vikings. Nice little uh, restaurant analogy there from Brandon. So that's all. I mean, yeah, I don't disagree with them in the sense that it is time, obviously time for a franchise that's been around since 1961 to deliver a Lombardi trophy. But again, the question is, how are, are you going to get there? And that's the thing with Kirk is, I mean, keep in mind, Kirk is not a microwave. Kirk is, he, he's not a Michelin star quarterback in this case, but he is, he is a very competent and at times good quarterback. Is he great in huge games like this playoff game and it's fourth and eight? No, clearly he showed that. But um, that's where I am just so curious uh, when we talk about this. Where are they going to, to turn? And you know what? Like it or not, as far as personnel decisions, uh, Kwesi and Kevin O'Connell, their entire, what if they're here 30 years, if they're here 15 years, if they're here five, it will be their legacy will be determined by the next quarterback choice. That is, there is no doubt about that. They will be defined by that choice. And do they make the right choice? And that will also determine their shelf life here. But, you know, there is, if there are three to five reasons why Spielman and Zimmer are gone, and why Quasi Adolfo Mensa and Kevin O'Connell are here, quarterback is near the top of that list. And so their reality is, and I hate to say it like this because it sounds overly dramatic, but no matter what happens with Kirk, they can't afford to get Kirk's successor wrong. They can't afford to get it really wrong because if they do, it's going to defeat their whole purpose of being here. And And so... I, I almost think this is worth turning from a Kirk discussion, Kirk, 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 to no, it's not a Kirk discussion. It's a quarterback discussion. And for people who are like, oh, you guys, you, I quit listening to your show because you talk about Kirk so much. It's the most important position in sports. Mm-hmm. Like, And I guarantee you, I've been doing this a long time. No matter who the quarterback is, you're going to talk about him a ton. We talked about Tavares Jackson. God rest his soul. We talked about Tavares Jackson a ton. We talked about Christian Ponder a ton. Did we do it because they were good? No, we did it because they were the choices the Vikings made and it impacted the franchise. We used to talk about Joe Webb all the time. Can Joe Webb be the guy? So if you don't like quarterback talk, I don't really know what to tell you because it's not like it's not when Kirk's gone, the new quarterback's going to come in and and shows like ours are going to be like, oh, thank God, we can start to talk about safeties more often. Not how it works. No. Uh, by the way, a little extra, uh, little extra reckless speculation from uh, Albert Greer there as he expands on that quiet contender idea. He says in his mailbag, quote, I think Kirk Cousins will be the Vikings quarterback in 2023, and I think certainly they'd consider doing another one-year extension with him this offseason. But yep. I also yep. believe that Cousins' age and contract situation make the Vikings a quiet contender to take a quarterback in April. So, yeah, all makes sense. He also references how, you know, they potentially maybe almost took Justin Fields a few years ago. Um, he mentions Anthony Richardson. If he were if they were to if he were to fall to twenty three, that he could potentially be an option. So man, it's it's about to get really juicy. I don't think someone's so gonna go up and get if if he starts to free fall, someone goes up and gets him. Um 
I think they could very easily could take a quarterback in this draft in a late in the later rounds if they can acquire more picks. Right now, if I had to bet, I think the Vikings are going to trade back in the first round. Not because I like that, but because I think they are going to feel that they have to accrue more picks. And if they go back in the first round, but let's say don't give up their first round pick, they'll get enough picks because they're going to have five with the compensatory pick, right? So that's my guess right now. But in the next couple drafts, like they do have to make a decision. I am banking on Kirk gets another extension. A one year, but it's but they're not going to send him into a so-called lame, lame duck. Declan, all of this Kirk Cousins speculation, it's making me hungry. Uh-huh. It's making me starve. But you know what the best part is? What's that? I know how to eat now. I know how to eat now. I know how to be smart. You know, I, I previous Judd would have gone and been like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Not anymore. Thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers, I have, I not only went from, if you're watching this, the guy on the left to the guy on the right, which was a slim down sports dad, but I also, more importantly, became a guy who knew how to eat, how to make smart decisions, because it's not Livia Diet Centers, it's Livia Weight Control, and weight control doesn't just mean going from the guy on the left to the guy on the right, it means maintaining the weight loss as well, it means making smart decisions, so I dropped 40 pounds, but I make decisions now that actually help me keep that weight off. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're thinking, Judd, this sounds pretty good. Judd, this sounds, mm, that sounds enticing. I'd like to start too. You can get 50% off the program right now. Contact them and tell them that you want the Judd Score North plan. So Judd from Score North told you to contact (laughs) them. 50% off a program that I guarantee is going to change your life for the positive. It's going to make you healthier and happier. 855-GO-LIVIA. Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. That is your start to a program that's going to put you on the right track for your health and your weight. By the way, the uh, Choice Bank 2023 Minnesota Golf Show coming up uh, a week from now. You can go hang out with Mackie and Judd, a little Purple Daily Town Hall. We are calling on you, Purple Daily guests, to uh, come hang out with Judd and Mackie. The 19th hole, it's literally a stone's throw away. You can buy Judd maybe at one of those Surly products. You can buy a nice little beverage for old Macadac and enjoy one yourself. Come hang out at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Go to Minneapolis uh, or MinnesotaGolfShow.com to buy some tickets. You can go to the Score North website also to buy those tickets. Uh, go check out the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. There's plenty of apparel. Want to rock a lot of Puma like I do. If you want to rock a lot of Callaway, uh, whatever there is to offer there at the Minnesota Golf Show, go check that out. Judd, one more Kirk Cousins piece of feedback here from my guy B. Twist. Uh, Twist says, get me a quarterback that can win 10 games by himself. Pay him whatever he wants. Players will come here. Trade Justin Jefferson. I don't care. Yes, Minnesota has been a wide receiver hub. And what has it gotten us? Nothing. Trade him. Minnesota, we need a QB. I don't care who owns the team. I don't care who the coach is. I don't care who the GM is. How many one-handed catches our wide receiver has? We need a quarterback. Get the Hall of Fame quarterback and everything else will take care of itself. Let's please stop kidding ourselves with building this nonsense. Very spirited for my guy, B-Twist. Very spirited. Yeah, very, very upset. Um, Trey Justin Jefferson, uh, I, I can't get on board with that part of it. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. But again, your GM and coach, their, their defining moment will be, can they find that guy? Like, I, I don't know what else to tell you. Yes, Joe Burrow would be great. And at some point in time, that would be absolutely fantastic. And I am all for, if you could find Joe Burrow, you go find Joe Burrow. Justin Herbert would probably be great. Um, There's a lot of names, or I shouldn't say a lot. There's a handful of names that would be great. 
and Quasi Dolfamensa, and probably more importantly, Kevin O'Connell, are being charged with finding that guy. Um, Kirk Cousins is certainly not a dumpster fire. Kirk Cousins, I don't think, wins a Super Bowl. So can you find that guy? That's the question. Oh, and and on the golf show, too, our town hall, I just want to put it out there. This is a call for the Purple Daily Cabinet to gather. And if you don't belong, we want you there. And we want you to give us what you want your title to be. And as Declan can tell you, our titles are all over the map. Yes. So, like, like if you want to be the Purple Daily lead bartender from Coon Rapids or something like that, just tell us. Yeah. So, Purple Daily Cabinet, this is our first town hall. Very important. We want to see you and anyone else who wants to talk Vikings there. All right, let's uh, go to this one from Bill. Bill says, if Brian Flores turned down the possibility of a head coaching job in Arizona on a, quote, gut feeling to come here and be RDC, I don't think he'll be one and done. I would suspect a minimum of two years and more likely three before he moves Ooh. on. He can learn a lot about offense from KOC, and this could be playing into his plan. What do you think about Bill's idea there of the timeline of Brian Flores here in Minnesota? I guess I could see two years. I'd struggle to see three, like especially, well, I should say this. I'd struggle to see three if he's successful. Um, I think he's one and done. If if this defense gets really turned around, it's going to be hard to keep him. Um, but I think Bill's points are really valid and really good. So I don't I don't agree with your timeline just because I think it's going to play out differently. Sure. But yeah, I mean, there is absolutely nothing wrong with becoming a better coach by knowing more. Um, that being said, the specialty of today's game and being hired because of expertise on one side of the ball has gotten so high that I think if Brian Flores comes here and this thing, let's say, becomes, I don't know, let's say the Vikings have the 10th-ranked scoring defense in 2023, which is a big ass, Declan. I think he's probably gone. But I think Bill's points are valid, and Brian Flores is probably a smart enough guy to know that, that he's he's in a situation here that's pretty good because I think it's going to put him in an infrastructure that at the end of the day should make him a better coach when he does get a head coaching job. Yeah. And also, you know, we all know this too. It depends to what jobs are going to open. Like, you know, I wouldn't say this year's crop of job openings were that lucrative and that attractive either. Right. I mean, Arizona is kind of in this weird spot. The Texans, I mean, my God, maybe the Colts, you know, that's kind of, that can maybe turn some things around. We got Jim Ursay, who's a weirdo. Like, there's, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say there was a lot of like attractive openings this offseason, too. And I think that also dictates whether a guy like Brian Flores wants to bolt and get a head coaching job. Well, and and to your point with the Cardinals too. Now we we don't know exactly what went on behind the, the scenes. If Flores truly turned them down, or if they said we're probably gonna not going to lean in your direction, he's like, I'm turning you down. But I will say this about like the, the Cardinals, and, and this again is why the O'Connell Quasi decision on the Vikings' next quarterback is so key. Kyler Murray probably scares coaches. Like he signed to an enormous contract. There's real questions about how hard he wants to work. Like that position. Let's be very clear. You don't get good in that position by by consistently leading a fun life. Right. It might be fun in June and July or July when you get a break. But, you know, everything else is structured around you and structured around you being um, on and off the field, you know, a very in- integral piece of the team. So, you know, the quarterback, that's the thing is when you get that quarterback and eventually tied that QB up, um, it's a commitment financially and years wise that that position for sure can get coaches fired very, very quickly. So I don't. 
blame Brian Flores one bit if he looked at the Cardinals. He's like, okay, I'm a defensive guy. I don't trust the quarterback. This ain't this ain't going to end up well for the next person to take this job. Absolutely. A couple more pieces of Brian Flores stuff here. Uh, Thor says, sorry, I can't share your purple Kool-Aid guzzle. To applaud the idea of being okay with a one-and-done DC is beyond ridiculous. How in any way does that help you if Brian Flores is gone in 2024? How can you simply bank on the next guy being a guru who will seemingly keep the defense legit? Every coach has his own unique MO and personality. So Thor kind of uh, mocking the idea if he's one and done and yeah. it's all good, it's okay, because he fixed the defense in the short term. Thor is, um, I agree with Thor's overall 10,000 foot viewpoint, but Thor, what does the what what is the Vikings MO to win? Every season as much as possible, okay? So realistically, if the defense gets turned around, which is what the Vikings want, Brian Flores is going to be gone. That's the reality they have chosen. Now, because I, Thor, I hear you, but your angst, your angst needs to be emailed to kevin.o'connell at (laughs) vikings.net, not us. Because your point is a good one. But the thing is, the Vikings don't build. The Vikings don't build. The Vikings immediately try to address needs and hope that they can make the tournament and hope that they win in the tournament. That's how this whole thing works right now. I love the tournament. The tournament's a fantastic word, and I love the term. But the reality is this. um, The Vikings would be very happy if Brian Flores did so well that he is a hot candidate for a coaching job next off season and there's no question about it it's how they work so vent so you send that vent towards egan (laughs) tco performance center 952-828-6500 that's the (laughs) number you should call ask for kevin o'connell and talk to him oh my gosh Uh, a couple more pieces of flores uh stuff here judd also I, i will give you a mock i'll give you a latest mock draft too before we end the episode i was i would expect nothing less so i'll give you that if you're not going to that's right uh, Sean says Flores simply being added as the defensive coordinator and being expected to turn around this defense is the same as Bill Belichick being told to simply coach up Mac Jones and make him Tom Brady. It's not happening, folks. So Sean, although liking Brian Flores maybe as a defensive coordinator, thinks he still faces a big uphill battle to turn around this defense in one year. Yeah. He, he 1,000% does. Um, but you know what? That's why you need to show certain veterans the door. And look, number one, it's going to be hard to be worse. Like you would be, it's going to be, it would be hard to replicate. Like, I guess you could replicate it, but to be worse would be difficult. Can you get younger and faster? And can your defensive philosophy, as far as the scheme that you use, cover for some of the things that Donatels didn't? That's the question. But yeah, I'm that, I guess the last two things go hand in hand. If Brian Flores significantly turns this defense for the better, He's going to get a head coaching job. Right. I agree it's going to be difficult, but he was hired to do that. And I'm going to tell you right now, and we've seen this before, you don't need a bunch of household names to be a good defense. What you need is young, athletic, fast, smart players, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so like, this isn't the quarterback discussion. This is a discussion because this is 11 bleeping guys. This is a discussion of, can you keep some of your core pieces in place, but then can you replace other 
pieces, for instance, the linebackers, with younger, quicker guys who aren't going to screw up too much. So I'm with you. It's going to take a lot of work. I don't think it's. Go- I don't think he's going to do it in one year. But can they make substantial improvement with, without being a top five defense? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more piece of feedback here, and I meant to bring this up, Judd, on statements from our last Monday episode after watching the Super Bowl because Larry brings up a great point, and I, I, I personally have been harping. I harped on KOC a lot about this uh, during the season. One of my big criticisms of him. Larry says, do you think the Vikings learned anything about third or fourth and short situations by watching the Eagles basically get a money, easy conversion on that quarterback sneak every single time in a very predictable formation and every time they were able to convert it? Did you hear what's coming? In fact, this this dovetails perfectly into a report I saw last night. The push is going to be banned again. Really? They're going to ban the push again. It's become... They, it used to be banned, and then we got the Bush push in the Notre Dame game in Bush 2005, right, yeah, huh? and the Bush push, which I think was illegal at the time, but they let it go. Right. Anyway, long story short, I guess the league is going to seriously consider and probably ban the push. So that formation still might work, but it's going to be more difficult. Hmm. That's, um, that's dumb. I don't like that. Well, I don't think you need to ban the push. I think defenses have to be smarter about how the push should work, though. Like, defenses didn't adjust to that at all. Like, so, do I think the Vikings learned on short yardage situations? I would hope that through their self-scout, yes, that they are better on that. Um, You know, I mean, Kevin O'Connell, I think he's a bright guy, and I think he does a lot of things well. Was he a perfect play caller? No, absolutely not. Now, Now, does he care passionately about it? Yes, that's what separates him from the former head coach. So, I don't think this is by any means a lost cause or worth ripping O'Connell about, but um, I think there's a lot of things that in year one of calling plays, which is a very difficult thing, but I think in year one of calling offensive plays, Kevin O'Connell probably learned a ton, and I would expect to see those adjustments um, start to be reflected in the offseason camps and then certainly once training camps are. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Absolutely. All right, man. I want a mock. mock. Let's do a little mock draft update here. Judd, I don't think we hit this. Uh, this was from Chad Reuter of NFL.com. This was from four days ago. And in fact, you know what this is? This is a three-round mock. This is a three-round mock oh, nice. from one of the more plugged-in draft Chad? experts. Chadley. I call him Chadley. Yeah, he's been on our show. He was on yeah. the radio program back in huge the day. Friend, yep. Huge friend of friend the Friend of the show. Friend of the show. So a three-round mock. From Chad here, so let's get into it, Judley. Uh, first pick of the draft. What do we got here? Oh, we got the Houston Texans trading up. Uh, projected trade with the Bears. They take Bryce Young, 
So they make up their mo- they make up their mind. They take their quarterback of the future. They so make a trade. The Texans they traded up Texans, okay. and they take Bryce Young. Another trade with the Bears. The Colts go up to two. They take C.J. Stroud. So back-to-back quarterbacks going okay. off the board here. Uh, Jalen Carter to the Cardinals at three. The Bears take Will Anderson Jr., the edge from Bama, at four. So they finally make their picks. Uh, Will Levis to the Panthers after the Panthers trade up with the Seahawks. So three quarterbacks off the board in the first five picks of yeah. this draft. Man. Yep. Welcome welcome to 2023. Mm. Uh, a couple other ones of note here. The Eagles at 10 take Texas running back uh, Bijan Robinson. So the first running back coming off the board at 10, which is a little surprising to me. But I d- they didn't say it's a deep class, right? Isn't a deep running back class? I Well, and this kid is um, a versatile player, too. So he, mm-hmm. he would probably qualify as a running back slash receiver type, um, which will help him. Another quarterback off the board of the Jets at 13, Anthony Richardson. So another quarterback is off the board here. Uh, the yeah. Packers at 15 take wide receiver Jackson Smith and the Jigba from Ohio State. So finally a wide receiver for potentially Aaron Rodgers or whoever the hell is going to play quarterback there. All right, skipping down a little bit here. The Detroit Lions at 18. They take Michael Mayer, the tight end out of Notre Dame. So a nice tight end weapon for Jared Goff. Jordan Addison to the Bills at 20. The Bills actually trade up to find another weapon for Josh Allen. They take Jordan Addison with the Ooh. trade with the Seahawks. Interesting move there. Allen. Running mate for Stephon Diggs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Joey Porter Jr., a quarterback, cornerback to the Chargers at pick 21. Uh, the Giants trade up to 22 to take a cornerback, Devin Witherspoon, out of Illinois. And that puts That's got Dorian Eystrom loves. Yes, it does. Uh, that takes the Vikings on the clock at 23. Where they take edge rusher Keon White out of Georgia Tech. Keon White to the Vikings at pick 23, an edge rusher. The write-up says new defensive coordinator Brian Flores should covet White as a strong presence on the outside shoulder of offensive tackles. By the way, that is is some great football right there. Uh, But he can also be an inside pass rusher in obvious passing situations. So Keon White to the Vikings at pick 23, Judd. Which goes back to um, our scoop session with Dukes on Mackie and Judd. Why Zedaria Smith is selling his home? Because if you take him, Zedaria Smith ain't coming back. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, we talked about this that on, on an episode of uh, with Chip that's going to air on Saturday, and Chip is very much in favor of addressing the lines. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this team needs a lot of help, and that's the thing too. Is you know. I, they think a lot of times, and we definitely do, about what's going to help this current team, 2023, the most. And while an edge rusher certainly would, it also gives you now a key component for the future. So, like, this draft is going to be very intriguing as far as immediate needs addressed and actually immediate slash long-term needs that uh, get addressed. So, I would not dismiss that one. Like like we've talked, I think the majority, if not all, of the mock drafts that we've been doing for the most part have gone cornerback or receiver. Uh, John Michael Schmitz, the center from the Gophers, was thrown in by one. But there are a thousand percent, there is a lot of needs here. I'm still trending with, I think Quasi trades back to get more picks. Uh, that doesn't mean he'll trade out of the first round, but I think he goes back and that the Vikings then have the five picks that they'll go into the draft with and probably end up with approximately seven to eight, but that's just my guess. I'm not hearing anything on that. 
Okay, so I did mention this is a three-round mock. Uh, the yep. Vikings do not have a second-round pick, and in this mock yeah, draft, after my trade. Chad does not project them to trade into the second oh, round. Chad. All right, Chad. So that means the Vikings are back on the clock at pick 87. Where they take Stanford cornerback Kai Blue Kelly, I believe it is. Is it Caillou Blue Kelly out of Stanford? So pick 87 to the Vikings goes to Caillou Blue Kelly, a cornerback. So two defensive players for the Vikings in Keon White and Caillou Blue Kelly. Uh, just taking a look a little bit here on his. Oh, I love a draft bio, Judd. You want, to, you want his strengths? Because I, I love doing uh, some of these oh, yeah. strengths and weaknesses yep. here. Yep. Give him both. All right. So he possesses desired size and length as an outside corner. Football. Oh, I like this one too. Technically sound footwork in his pedal and match. Football. Oh, yeah. The pedal's important. The pedal's very important. Some of his weaknesses, though, let's see here. Uh, needs to play with better determination and run support. Uh, needs to, oh, here's a good one. Struggles to stay connected with wideouts through the route seam. Football. Route stem, excuse me, route stem. Yeah, that's a problem. That's an issue. But how, how about that, though? Uh, two two defensive players going to the Vikings in the three-round mock from Chad Reuter. That is your latest mock draft. I want a mock! Mock! So, Caillou Blue Kelly, 6'1", 190. So, he's not short. That's good. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't I don't see them taking two defensive players with their first two picks, but... Again, I think Quaid is going to try to get into the second round by trading back in the first round. Um, yeah, and this also would assume then it sounds to me like perhaps they wouldn't address cornerback in free agency, which I actually think they might do. Interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, tell Phil though. Tell tell Phil we got a defensive oh, well. end now to add to. I think this is the first defensive end that we've had the Vikings uh, that's been mocked to the Vikings in. Our mock drafts and Chad's Chad's pretty good at this. So. Right, absolutely. All right, man. That's going to do it for us All here right. on uh, on Purple Daily. You, like you mentioned, Purple Access tomorrow. Chip Scoggins uh, right here on this YouTube channel. I got a Ventline episode coming with you, uh, coming to you on Sunday morning yeah, as not well. Gonna be me. It's I'm not going to be Judd. Judd's going to be maybe doing some brunch on with his lovely bride. I'm not sure what he does on Sundays now that the Vikings and NFL season is over with. Wild place. The wild afternoon place. Game. Oh, afternoon. Although Sunday matinee. Predators, yep, Sunday afternoon game. Matinee, I, I love hockey in the afternoon. I do love me a Sunday matinee. All right, hit that subscribe button for daily Minnesota Vikings entertainment. Uh, back at full strength, Mackie, Judd, Declan on Monday. Hit that subscribe button for daily Minnesota Vikings entertainment where we want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die.